You wanted to <laughs> have a go at Daher about his parking as well. Well, uh, bro, was there a car parked in front of you before you arrived? No. So why have you parked like that? You have like it's, uh, two meters. It's a pandemic. You can park however you want. <laughs> but like you just made me park like fifty meters down the road because of your incompetence. Yeah. All right, guys. So um, episode eight, nine. Seven. Oh, seven. Seven. Episode seven. Oh, time's flying. Oh, no, it can be confusing because someone forgot to put a trailer out of the last episode. Yeah, all right. Sorry. Listen, I have. You're not sorry though, because if that's sorry, it's four times and you haven't done anything about it. Yeah, you, you have to apologize to the viewers. Usually, that calms people down and just say sorry. Are you apologizing to the listeners? You just repeated the same, and I kept look, asking you. I, I use my laptop at work yeah. because my work computer is dying. So that means you can edit, you can. But, but this one can't edit either. Ah, so you need to apologize for. I apologize the delay. for not putting out a trailer to all the ten tra- people that use the trailer. But also, you can't you do that on the phone. Also, the outro no, was simple. done twice. Listen, just leave me alone, guys, please. Um, Nobody knows what to expect from the last episode now. Well, maybe if they listen to it, they'll find out. What was the episode? Oh, over eight eleven. Yeah. We're very sorry, our editing team failed to put out a trailer <laughs> we also time. we also have uh, yeah. a sponsor now but then i forgot to tell them that they were that we were recording today oh i see your we, we would have we would have had free cupcakes so we're not going to shout them out we're not shout them out until we get the free cupcakes <laughs> until we get the free cupcakes that's how, um, it that's how it goes all right so uh we're gonna we're gonna be uh, discussing results and then chatting about oh yeah results results what's the latest I think we should discuss Chelsea. To be fair, I think that mm. that that downward slump. What do you think it is? I, not, I I agree with Lampard. Nah, I, you know what it is player there's, managers. They're saying they're saying sorry. They're Out. saying that it's he's going to get sacked. But they're saying it's a sign of him going to be sacked because it's the fourth time this season he's blamed the players rather than taking ownership. Yeah, but he did that in the beginning as well before they hit form, right? So he went from in the beginning. You know when they were dropped conceding bad goals before they signed their keeper, and then. They have, he was saying the same thing. He's just basically this is he's played under Mourinho. This is Mourinho's approach when things go wrong, blame the players. But I actually do think after watching the Leicester game, the players just look lazy. And I agree, it's not his fault mm. that uh, Werner and um, Havertz is poo. I can't. I'm, I don't think he's ever gonna. Do, just, you call him poo? Yeah, poo. As in rubbish. Okay. Yeah, poo. I'm not, I don't want to swear. Keep it PG. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Werner I think will come good but I, I, I just I, don't, I think it's more on the players than on him personally even despite how much he spent I think it's a combination he did def- he was definitely unlucky with the recruitment in the summer unlucky yeah what yeah, do you mean unlucky? the players he brought in are, are phenomenal are, players no but ZX been injured a lot um, Pulisic was injured he hasn't really hit form that's not his fault yeah. Pulisic is fantastic on his day Werner's not scoring but he's getting to the positions yeah but, that's, good, but Lam- that's not that's not poor recruitment no, the recruitment. No, he's, I think that means he's been unlucky in terms of the players haven't been fired. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. But and maybe it's a little bit experience. Inex- I'm of the philosophy that these player managers should all be sacked. Even Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, sack him now because I'm telling you, they, huh? they're going to flop. They're going to eventually you, so, flop. Wait, wait, wait. Even I'm, I'm, thinking, now, Ole, I'm thinking Ole, Arteta, and Lampard should be sacked in one go. Do you think Zidane should be sacked? And I think no, Z, <laughs> no, Z, Zidane has proven himself. What's your proof? He's on the verge of being sacked right now. What now? You mean? Yeah, right now. Yeah, I think Zidane should be sacked now. You yeah. think he should? Yeah. Okay, but as in, once uh, you, they lost, they once lost you prove yourself, once you prove yourself, then that's fine. Once you had in his first season, yeah. Zidane won trophies. Yeah. And I said to won trophies first season. Come on, anybody would have won that FA Cup. <laughs> anyone could have won that Champions League with those referee decisions. Uh, Zidane <laughs> done it numerous times, numerous seasons on end, and that eventually. Do you still himself. think United? Will not finish top four. Yeah, 
I think they, there's going to be a slump towards nah, the end of the season. Man. I think they're going to drop out top four. But you know what? This season, everyone's got their had, having yeah. their their time. But you know they have their unbeaten away in a year, over a year. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird. It's mad. Like, and they're not playing that amazing. I've said this. Pogba, but you saw, you saw how they set up against Liverpool. If we can discuss bad. that, you saw how they set up against Liverpool. Yeah, but everyone's been doing that against Liverpool recently. That's what normally happens against the champions. Teams I've, sit back. I've said this. And before. Liverpool are just not breaking the thing. With United, even when they were having their downward spiral, yeah. their personnel are elite. They've got a great yeah, yeah, team. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and I, I think, think any manager any, is capable yeah. of of potentially challenging for a few weeks. But I don't think he's going to challenge. I On, think he's going to drop out. I would maybe agree with you any other season. But this season, like the team that wins it, let alone fourth, will be like 80 points. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? it, as if you double that point out now, it's less It is easy. the best season to compete as an outsider. Yeah. Uh, but maybe Leicester. As in credit to Rogers, to be honest, he's done a banging job. That's two seasons in a row. Now, last year, last year they fell off towards the end after COVID. They didn't make top four, but now they're looking good. Second, second in the league. But this, uh, the current Liverpool setup, I, I, I think I kind of agree with you. You know, when, when we discussed this last time, mm. you were talking about the low block and the crosses mm. and whatever else. I was watching, so we're, we're like currently recording. It's half time in the Burnley game. It's now, this is this will be the so before this was fit, one goal in four games. Uh, yeah, one goal in Something four games. Something mad, isn't it? And then now this year, this. But but this approach of 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 the crosses and whatever else, right now it's not working. It and worked we, last season. I know. But teams are thinking, deeper the, now. The way Liverpool. that teams are setting up, mm. it's not working, and it's getting a bit frustrating because we don't have a plan B. So Thiago should be the plan B. But Thiago is too slow for the current setup. Yeah, because so he holds the ball, so all the yeah. runs. He would suit a City I team. I think Wasi made a good point earlier. Every team Wait, is going to go through. You, you think oh, he we'll made a good point? He makes good points every now and then. Uh, but we need to elaborate. I think he made we a good this, point. We have this recorded. Did, you know this is yeah, being recorded. He doesn't know. End the podcast now. He doesn't know the value of this good point. He said something along the lines. <laughs> what are we talking about? You could do. He said something along the lines yeah. of every team this season will oh, have a bad mm. patch. And it's what you make out, uh, how you come out of that bad patch. So Arsenal went through their bad pe- patch, lost their games. Mm. But Liverpool are going through their bad patches. And not, they're not losing games. They're not scoring. They have, but they're, but they're, but they're um, not losing games. No, uh, they lost this. Oh, okay, one was a loss. The other yeah. three were draws, right? So, yeah, no, so no, was a one so one. potentially, that's what makes them title contenders. The same way City, City went through their bad patch already. They did. But they were drawing the bad They did. Yeah. But then Rodri and Stones came in. Yeah. Uh, sorry. No, Rodri. Um, uh, Stones and Diaz formed a partnership after Laporte got COVID. I saw a stat yesterday. I didn't even realize it was this good. Um, 11 games played together. 10 games won, one draw, one goal conceded. Mm. 11 games, one goal conceded. I saw they were comparing him to... Stones uh, is banked. Like he's, he's stepped but you know up. What it is? At the end of the day, in terms of setbacks, City have the most expensive setback partnership in the world. And So what? When you have the most expensive set back partnership in the world, yeah. you expect them to be top two in the world at least, right? Okay. But if we've known, we also know so that there throwing is expectation. money. Yeah, there is expectation. Yeah. I agree. But if I give you a prime cut Wagyu, a prime you age steak, you still have to cook it. So but, there is credit okay, to the manager. What, how do you cook a Wagyu beef? You just put on the pad for a few seconds. Look at this. Look at yeah? this. With, with the very expensive set back pairing. This is what average manager would yeah? say. <laughs> with the expensive <laughs> set back pairing, you don't need to cook them that much. No, but there God. is not much you could so do. But we with know, the, we have seen over the last five years, just not for the city, throwing money at the problem is not oh, okay. the only thing. Okay, if you take Maguire, Virgil van Dyke, Pogba, yeah, if van Dyke exception. Okay, okay. He's done very good. No, but, but I think Diaz is in the same boat as van, uh, van Dyke. Yeah, but Diaz was also the, the second choice. No, I think I think if they signed Koulibaly instead, it wouldn't have worked out as well. I think Diaz. Or Van Dyke, if you put them in any top six team, they'll improve the defense significantly. They would improve, of course, yeah, but there is. And that's what good money. John Stones? Good, what good about his resurgence? Does. Huh? 
Uh, so you're going to give no credit to the manager? What do you mean? John, John Stones was the most expensive setback like, of the last Forget five, the ten years. He was poor last season. He yeah, was but dropped. he has off seasons. But first season, how good was he? Well, yeah, he was very good. Yeah. With Otamendi, by the way. Remember what, 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 what he did? He's an uh, exceptional player. He yeah, had yeah. an off season. He's always been exceptional. What he's got rid of now is his, his, his mistakes. Okay, his that's stopping mistakes. That's, been... that's what happens with setbacks with age. Not necessarily. They, they I'm saying gain, look, gain experience with age. Setbacks normally do that, right? Van Dijk aside, the age of 32, they are at their prime. Van Dijk aside, the last few years, how much money's been thrown at players hasn't worked out. Look at Pogba up until recently. Has he been worth his money? No. Lukaku United? No. Maguire? No. Wan Bissaka? You could say no. Werner Havertz this season? No. Throwing money at the problem isn't always. That's not. Doesn't mean you throw money play for X Y Z. Therefore, he's going to do well. Yes, money. they are good players. Diaz is a good player. I'm not doubting no, at that. At the end of the day, but you're, you lose... you're throwing money with an elite manager. Okay. Yeah. Pogba, Pogba was a player that played under what? Three managers? Or was it four managers? You can't gain consistency under three or four managers. Yeah. And yeah, you've got United yeah. with, with their very own problems, positional yeah. problems. But at the end of the day, if you're playing under Pep and you are the most expensive setback and you are in an elite setup, partnered, How much was Diaz? partnered with a very good team. How much was yeah, Diaz? I think it was 50 million, no? It was a lot. Yeah, about the price. Well, every piece of the jigsaw fits, and uh, as you know, I always think he's got the stones. Now also got Laporte out the team, and bear in mind they lost company and Otamendi when the title was very good for them. But who? Like that's the luxury of City. Yeah, okay. How many? Can you can thingy Liverpool also buy Laporte and then suddenly drop him? No, it, it would never happen. No, you can't. There, I mean, obviously, it's a lot of by Laporte. He's but, but there needs to be credit Guys, given you, to you, play you, our manager. You, you, you're, you're both uh, very able to argue about absolutely anything. And, and this just proves it because normally it's Arsenal, but for once we haven't mentioned Arsenal. Yeah, because City are on form now and they're the title favourites. They paper. are definitely a title favourite. They are. At but, the moment. But, but that could change I, very I quickly. I think we have to acknowledge the fact that they do have this... Um, yeah, it helps to spend. I don't agree. No, but it's not, it's not about uh, how they have so much depth because yeah. of their spending ability, yeah. Yeah. they have but, so much depth in every position. But Salim, last season, for a big chunk, same way Liverpool had now for a period of time, the centre-backs, they played Fernandinho and Rodri as a centre-back partnership. Mm. And they struggled. So any team, they, because last season, the centre-backs, they had three, they had three centre-backs, every, by the way. Every top Company wasn't six replaced. had centre-back issues. It's not just No, City. I'm saying like, it's like Liverpool this season. They're, they're playing an unorth- unorthodox out because the main yeah, two yeah. are out for a significant period of time. It's All not right. just an injury here or there. Mm. So, um, and Liverpool's problems aren't defensive anyway at the moment it's going forward so we can't even talk about defensive I think injury. they're lucky they're no but defensive. you know what? It, it makes a big it difference, makes a difference. it makes a huge difference makes it does make the way difference. yeah you position yourself move the ball but also also mentally that, also yeah. mentally you know when, when yeah. I remember like back in the day when I think Van der Sar had some ridiculous streak of, of clean teams yeah 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 right you know when you have that kind of base shield yeah you, you just know you're, you're confident. tight you're confident yeah, yeah. And, and it just all comes from the back then right everything moving forward there's that kind of and with centre-backs what matters as well is the distribution from the back. Uh, I was gonna say the partnership because sometimes mm. you can be a fantastic, yeah. or you can have two good defenders together look fantastic. And that's why a or, lot of people are going for left-footed setbacks as well, uh, because offensively, Pep, Pep started that trend. <laughs> Pep started that trend. Left side <laughs> of So it's, 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 it's this great. this week we thought we'd do um, that thing that we did a few weeks ago. Can we not discuss Arsenal's form as well? Good form, come on. Come on. You, you know I'm, what? I'm, I'm gonna keep an eye on the clock. in how long? Brief brief opinion about Arsenal score. Uh, Arsenal's, Arsenal's track record. Yeah, I said it five games ago. If you look at the fixtures, and you can see it from the last pod, uh, the previous two podcasts. But you say we we'll lose to Chelsea, huh? Yeah, as in Chelsea. And you said West Brom okay, and thing okay, are the litmus okay, test, okay, uh, yeah. which we won both. West Brom, Brighton. 
What did I just say? No, I said yeah, after said these the five lit- games. No, I said the litmus test is after these five games. No, he's on yeah. West Brom Bryce, the litmus tests. Why are they lit the You don't know, bro. If it's recorded, people can check out and find uh, out. So what I said, and, and you could go back to it, is okay. that the next couple of games is the relegation battle teams. And that's where Arteta would and could get maximum points. And, and the only omission I said was, I, I assumed that we'd lose to Chelsea, which I was surprised about. But now, in hindsight, Chelsea were, are on that downward spiral we anyway. Started. Yeah, so so that could have been a fluke as well. But I think the, next five, the next five league games... That is the litmus test. You, bro, I got a writing. It's in the WhatsApp group that West Brom and Brighton. If we don't, why, win would, that, why would I say they? I don't know, test? bro. You tell me. They're easy games. They were like I said. I said. Yeah, as a litmus test to whether Arteta should be sacked or not. But he didn't. He won the game. Yeah, but as in the litmus test to whether he could, whether whether the five games were a fluke or not. So who was on next fixtures? So they like Southampton. That's their uh, pick up. Uh, leads towards the end. Uh, United, I think, at one point. So what are you expecting five wins? No, I, I if we get. Two wins out of five. Yeah. Then that's a decent result. That's a All decent right, okay. return. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but potentially, Arteta could go five games losing. Like, I'm looking at that. Doesn't picture. matter. What do you mean, doesn't? I don't care. How do, uh, that doesn't mean to sack so a manager. What, he, he's, he wins against the five bad teams that are in a relationship. I never said you'd be sacked no, in the first place when we're losing. So why should, I say, why should I say it now when we're winning? Yeah, but then when is the proof of us performing against Told you, teams? end of last season. End of the next, end of next anyway, season. he's performed against subpar relegation battle teams and he's performed exceptionally. Uh, and th- he can't do any better. Like, as in if if he I mean, turns this around... What do you he want, bro? He's conceded... What we, uh, without our best centre-back, we've conceded one goal in four, four no, or five games. it's absolutely terrific form. Absolutely brilliant form. Yeah, come on, man. And Give the youngsters have performed exceptionally. Saka, Emil throw are yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And it's without Martinelli yeah. and yeah. without Gabriel. And I, yeah, and I've loved how they played and how they structured themselves. Yeah, there's a desire. But, but you have to bear in mind that yeah. these are relegation battle teams. So so there is a doubt in my mind still. Chelsea not relegation battle. Well, Chelsea are on down the spiral. And that was a good result. That that yeah. That... Surprised me. So for me to question, as in to answer my doubts, Fergie used to win the league by beating all these small teams. Sometimes it happens, but as yeah, in if he ne- if he wins five games in a row and loses five games games in a row, that's not really productive. Well, anyway, at the moment we're, we're not that many points off top six. So luckily for us, you guys will get there one day. Don't worry. The man. table is mad. If you look at the top six, top six is so tight. Anybody can win the I league. Can't, you know, I can't. I've just stopped fucking predicting. I can't. I don't know who's going to finish fourth. No, we're seeing a new leader every every game. The only thing that maybe City, because I think City now have actually, because the they struggle about Sane, what, what, Foden's coming to yeah. Sane's spot. What, what and they've gone through their do, bad patch. What City will do, like they always do, is they'll go through one of those patches mm. where they just they turn out results. No, but the two seasons, 198 points, they didn't have patches. No, but, no, no, but what I mean is like, you know, for example, when Liverpool uh, came within a point, I'd say, yeah. yeah. Oh, City won 14 in a row, you mean? City just won 14 in a row. Yeah, that, that's yeah, what yeah. they're very, very good at. And that what's win, that's, that's what wins you a title. And at the end of the day, they've got players. Like now, now Sterling's off, uh, off form, right? They've got Foden. Foden's on form. It is mm. incredible. But basically, City, the turning point for them, they beat Newcastle 2 0 a few weeks ago. And Pep called it at the time the best performance he's seen from City in like a year. Yeah. It was only 2 0, but in terms of performance, it was mm. perfect. And since then, that level's been sustained. They've been very, very good and solid. The hallmarks of solid, the, the like title he, winner this year is whoever ke- keeps consistency. And it looks like City, nobody's going to be that consistent. Well, let's see what happens. Anyways, look, yeah. that, and, they, and they're consistent at the right time. Because had their bad patch come at the end of the season, yeah. then that would have been different. But it came very early on. He could fix his mistakes right before January. There was a picture I saw the other day of, of how, how this league table at the moment is completely mirroring... 
um, 2015 when Leicester won it. So Leicester, Leicester were top. Yeah. Chelsea were floating around no 10th. Way. Uh, not, uh, like it was so similar. And the same amount of points, 39, 38, whatever yeah, it is right yeah. now. So that, uh, it could be anyone's. I mean, you know what? If Leicester do it, because this Leicester, even if Leicester finished fourth, I think this Leicester team is Spurs much, are still up there as well. Spurs won't do it, but they're still up there. You have Not to give the Brendan Rodgers some credit. I will, and this team is is, um, and I'm going to come on to Madison later, um, but I think it's a lot better than Ranieri's team, even if they don't win the league. Yeah, even if it, they are very, very good. Rodgers done an yeah, amazing, also, amazing job. Also, they're like a I actually more, think you should manage like, Chelsea. Yeah, they're a more I mature team the, as well. No, he's done a top. No, I'm saying the, these players. Yeah, a lot of them have have, have been around, like Vardy, for example. Was still a bit unknown v- back then. Vardy's jokes. In comparison, yeah. now he's an established through and through one if of the best I, if strikers I was in the Premier League. Abramovich or Kroenke, I'd sack Lamps or Arteta and bring in Rodgers. I'm telling you now, I no chance fact. of getting him. Anyways, listen, listen. Let's, no, let's Chelsea move on. might go for him. Let's I move on Chelsea to Chelsea could potentially to, to go the for main, him. Like the main body. So, like mm. like we did a few episodes ago, we thought we'd come up with a few questions relevant to what's going on right now, um, and get everyone's uh, thoughts. So the first one we were looking at Liverpool and how the front three are currently misfiring. So like you said, one goal in four games. Mm. Uh, the Burnley game, Firmino and Salah didn't even start. Uh, I don't know what actually happens in that game because it's live right now. I've got it on a screen here, so we might we might change the framing of it. But um, the question was: if you have to bring in one ex-Liverpool player to replace one of the current top three, mm. who would you bring in and why? It's a bit obvious. Yeah, everyone's gonna go for Suarez. Suarez, yeah. I, I think I was telling him earlier. But Suar- why? Okay. What, 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 why what's, Suarez? What's the why? Yeah. Okay. The why for me is if you've got three misfiring forwards, what is the one forward that could do the job on the, on his own? Back in the day, remember when <laughs> Suarez was? <laughs> there was three of them. There yeah, was Suarez, Suarez, yeah, no, Chipeles, right? No, but he would bring them in. He would score. He yeah, would. Yeah, no, he was. He was. Like if you, if and I think the options in my head were Torres, but Torres is a Torres. goal scorer. Yeah. Nah. Torres was a goal scorer. So that doesn't really fix the, the misfiring problem because you'd only be able to score yeah, yeah, yeah. and you need somebody to assist. Whereas I remember games vividly where Liverpool didn't look like they were going to score. He would single-handedly create yeah, yeah. goals. Now he's next level. But you know, you know but, what but who would you replace? Huh? Who would you take out from that? I would take out... Mo. Uh, it has to be Salah because you can't yeah, have Suarez Mo, and Salah. Mo Salah yeah. You got Suarez has to be the main man. He has to get the main goals. You, what? Yeah, yeah, who would right. you take out? Yeah, Mane. No, 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 no way. I, th- I think Suarez and Mane partnership would be terrific. Yeah, but yeah. you know, you know what it is. So I, I would get rid of Firmino for no, the. No, no, you I place Suarez in that role. No, Suarez no, and Coutinho work. No, Why? the reason the reason somebody. is the reason is that that role that Firmino plays, you know, the hassling defenders, yeah. whatever. Suarez does the same thing, but he does it a lot better. No, no, no. He's a pit bull, and that's what you yeah, need. For me, that's what you need. The problem is the problem is when Liverpool are struggling. Right now, like they are, you need someone who's gonna, you know, grab the game by the scruff of its neck and and just run and do As everything. As a Liverpool fan, bring your mind back to the relationship between Coutinho and Suarez. Mm. What's the closest player to a Coutinho you have now? Jordan Henderson. <laughs> As in, it's, it's Firmino. As in, you need somebody who could thread balls but back and forth. He doesn't get that with. But that was all. They had their front three then as well. Yeah. It was Sturridge. We've always had it. We've Sterling. always had like a dynamic three going on. But I, I, I just think yeah, you're right. I mean, Suarez is the obvious one. But I, for me, it's, don't tell me, Gerald. Bro, there's please. a lack of he hunger. There's a lack of hunger right now. Gerald will not win the league. Uh, it's full. You've got to bring it. Why are we talking about Gerald? No one's talking about. I thought we say. I thought we're gonna give an alternative option. Oh, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Let's let's move on. Uh, so we're all in agreement there. Uh, with loads of ex-pros turning out to be decent managers, yep. I say that with a thingy. But you know, Gerard, Lampard, Zidane, Mikel Arteta. Okay, if you if you insist, <laughs> uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer as well. You know, churning out results at the moment. Perlo just won a trophy. Which 
current Premier League player mm. do you think has the potential um, to have a decent managerial career ahead of him? You want to go first? Or right, I'll go first. I'm doing this off a, it's a bit of a punt, but I'm doing this off just off an interview that happened a couple of days ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, James Madison. Uh, so uh, I don't know if you guys saw it. So he gave a, probably the most, like the best interview I've seen from a football player. Mm. Not just transparent, after, after Leicester beat Chelsea. So it was analytical. It was honest. It was like, there's a little bit of swagger about it. So you could tell the players like him. And he's also constantly talking about how he's improving his game. Yeah. And so he how, has improved. He has improved. He's yeah. improved. How, 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 how difficult it is to make that, you know, the invisible run without getting the, the, the Lampard run mm. to get to that goal. So he's working on towards that. So I think... Also, he's got that football ego. By the end of the interview, he said he wants to be remembered. And, yeah. Because yeah. I, 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 I want numbers. As a manager... I want goals and assists. Yeah, and a manager, that glory, seeking glory yeah. element is very important. And it seems like some, the players look up to him and yeah. um, despite his young age and that he's quite... He seems like... Obviously, it's... it's how old is he? It's still what... 25 early, or something early 20 so I'm talking yeah. about we're talking about 15 years time um, uh, anything like anything could happen but it seems like the players he's someone who like could Once motivate the players themselves. a lot of players have the talent and ability but they never want to advance themselves and and that's a great so strikers struggle as, as a, yeah. strikers struggle because normally that what They're makes reliant. a good uh, you can't you don't, you don't look behind you midfielders mm. generally you, you can see the space mm. and you're a little bit more tactically intelligent also there's different types of midfielders like he was speaking about becoming a, a more of a number eight late late to like Lampard huh? no but that's what he's trying oh, to mold yeah, himself yeah, yeah, yeah. so as in with a midfielder you could say today I'm a number four I want to be more of a number eight next year so he could advance his ability to come into the box yeah, late yeah, yeah. Uh, with strikers, so it's tactically, yeah. Stri- strikers can't. They'll struggle. Like, they could crap, either Henry, become a wing. Honoris uh, as a coach. Yeah, yeah. Flipping hell. Tahir, with me, you'd like this. Actually, I was thinking about. I wish Liverpool player you picked. I've I've gone for Henderson solely on the fact. Oh okay, yeah. Why have I gone for Henderson? The fact he's you managed. Know what? To, the fact that he's managed to chief his way into an elite, star-studded Liverpool squad and seem like one of their top players, like he's that is chief material. That is <laughs> chameleon. That is, if you've seen the serpent, he is the footballing equivalent of the serpent. But can but, you get? Yeah, but mm. but if you do that as a player, imagine what he could do as a manager. How he can manipulate. Remember what Mourinho used to do with Lampard, for instance, take him into the shower and tell him he's the best player on yeah, earth, yeah, and then yeah, he'd turn yeah. around. And he seems, people skills are important. Yeah. yeah, he seems like he's got good rapport with the players already, so he'll have that as a manager and the ability to motivate. So clearly, he's he's captain for a reason. As in, no, I agree. Yeah. Sometimes the best man, the best players, don't captain, necessarily make the best yeah. managers, but the ones who are like uh, who, who are I thinking like, for example, Wenger was not that good as a player. Mourinho was nothing. Ancelotti was that? No, Ancelotti was. Also, good. don't forget all the player, all the player managers that we know now, are, are captains. Even Arteta was at Everton. Yeah, captain he was a, for he's a leader. Lampard Arsenal, captain. Yeah, everybody was as Gerard. Uh, so I don't. Madison's not a captain, so I don't know if that's gonna be if he. Can't, no, but he's he, a, he's a leader though. But he, he might like be eventually because the captain is who? Michael, no, no, was Vardy now? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm well, one of these guys. As in, he seems to have leadership qualities, well, but but if if a, if a player does it does is not the leader of his own yeah, camp, yeah. then how can he lead the team? So I also went for a Liverpool player, um, not Henderson, not Henderson. <laughs> but um, basing this for me on on a footballing brain and footballing brains. Van Dijk. Uh, let me. Let me I'm, <laughs> I'm trying talking, to guess. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking out loud. Okay, go on. I'll take you back to uh, a World Cup and a very iconic. Celebration. I'm just going to show you guys the picture. You've, I'm I can't sure. See. Press the screen. Oh, sorry. There you go. You see, you see the three Brazilians celebrating here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You've got Mazinho, Roberto, yeah. and Romario. Yeah. 
Mazzino is the father of an international player by mm. the name of Thiago. Ah, that's a bit of trivia for people that didn't know that. You could do that. Thiago, and and I've, there's this one particular kid. But I think I might have mentioned it You're before. Thinking Pep Guardiola, that's a timid No, I'm, Thiago. I'm, I'm I thinking know, I this like guy's this guy's brain yeah. Yeah. is Javi. phenomenal. Yeah, that that kind of thing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like like Perlo as well. Yeah, like he, yeah, yeah. he just understands. So he sees the game better than anybody else, and he that's sees why Zidane's a great manager as well. <laughs> not only that, not only that, because I put a bit more thought into this. This guy speaks multiple languages as well. Does he? Yeah, Portuguese, Spanish, Spanish German, English. Like this guy is, he's, he's a smart cookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he has leadership quality already. Yeah, he's We've born seen and it. bred in the game if his father's a footballer. He's, he's he played to the highest level. I know that's not necessarily a criteria, but he, he knows what the big stage looks like and he can motivate players and whatever else. This guy for me is, has, no, has huge has, potential. Has a, that's a good shout actually. So I think I win this round. Thank you no, very much. That's a good shout. Let's say it's the best one. players that have become managers of probably off the top of my head midfielders as well always always yeah. that, that, is that, that kind of role that's right like, like you know like because Javi's obviously in, in Katana but he's tipped to be the next Barca coach yeah yeah. Um, I don't know what Iniesta will do you could probably see Bushkes doing that similar sort of thing alright so so next one was a bit of a uh, sentimental one for us I guess which one was it uh, ah. your fondest footballing memory yeah of attending a live game all right. I let Thiago go first because I yeah. think he's got. Uh, so oh, I've got two options. Same one, right? I've got two options. I'll yeah. listen different one to yours, but you go first. So with mine, it has to be Liverpool four four. Yeah. So me, Wasim, a few other friends, we end up traveling. What four five hours? No, bro. It wasn't basically. Remember, we started. So it was a seven forty five kickoff on a Tuesday. Yeah, we yeah. were students, so it doesn't really give a give a shit. But first, we what went happened to, to keeping it? You didn't, you didn't give a poo. You mean? We've progressed now. It's like it's now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's past nine o'clock. The Red Bulls, the Red Bulls have come out. <laughs> um, uh, we went to Cambridge first, yeah. pick up someone. Oh. From there, we went to Kiel, which is near Stoke, pick someone else up. Well, you don't know how exciting. Right? We're two kids. in a small yeah. three door so Vauxhall Corsa. This was two thousand and nine. So this was ten years ago. Uh, you guys were at nineteen. We, have, we haven't even turned. Yeah, we haven't even turned twenty. Uh, we've got our own car. It was at the time I nearly ran you over in your own. Was it that your, was a different trip? A different but yeah, trip, yeah. <laughs> you nearly uh, killed me, so man. So the car. excitement of going on a road trip alone with the boys was fantastic. And not only that, we went to sightsee in Cambridge. Cambridge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, visit a friend there. We ate some halal Chinese food. Was it? Was that a trip? I think it was. Oh, that I can't trip. remember the food. And then from Cambridge, all the way, no, we slept over in Kiel. We sleep over, bro. No, it was no, one day we did it all day. Well, I did, we did it all that there and back. No, no, we, one oh, day. Yeah, yeah, but that was a different game. Were, no, yeah, you're yeah. thinking a different game. Yeah. Different game. So we went all the way to to Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, and then to top it off, it was the most beautiful. Everyone remembers that game. Performance from a single player, yeah. and and it was magical. You know when the, you see that one player. And he makes you fall in oh, love every every time the guy kicked the ball, it just went you know, in. Oh, what, I loved it. No, as in Carragher's terrible performance as well. <laughs> yeah, Carragher's terrible performance, and it was it was magical seeing a player do that four goals, and you being able to predict a goal because it was happening so yeah, often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You knew what's happening, and we and, didn't, you know we didn't even care when Liverpool yeah. equalized at the end because Ashraf scored eighty nine minutes to make it four three. Yeah, we're just buzzing like <laughs> no one even noticed Ben Ayun's yeah. equalizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's we as in we were caught on TV as well, so that yeah, was yeah, that yeah. element of knowing we could YouTube ourselves later on, <laughs> uh, and we're a group of friends going absolutely crazy hooligan culture jumping on I'll each other I'll never forget that game man. and people jumping from stand to stand and away Arsenal fans are on another level uh, um, so that was that's obviously my number one but I've got um, 
in anticipation of Taha selecting that, I had another option. So this is this is a game that no one will remember except for those who are there. So it's Hull away in 2010. Yeah. Both rainy, cold, like sh- sh- proper, sh- you know, proper sh- shit conditions. Like it's probably one of the worst cities in, in the UK. Sorry, mm. people from Hull. Um, it's actually go there. the worst place. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. It's 1 1, 90th minute. Win it, if we had to win to stay in a title race. Out of nowhere, 92nd minute, last minute of stoppage time, Nicholas Bentner scores to win the game 2-1. <laughs> yeah, when I tell you, I somehow, I don't know how, I must have teleported from row 20 to right, row 5. Definitely, I got drenched in alcohol. You don't know what's going on, bro. Like, everybody's dashing <laughs> Football rows are no jokes, by the Flip, way. Flip, like, wow, you flew. and that, 20 rows. And you, it's, it's that game where you're you're still chanting and celebrating. It's as if we won the Champions League. I tell you, it was just so weird. And all it did was keep us joint top. Oh my like God. Uh, that year, Chelsea won the league, Ancelotti, I think. Um, yeah, so that just stands out for me. Nicholas Bentner away at Hull, winner. No, but that's the thing. Sometimes it takes one result or one player to make you fall in love with football again. That's what I miss about Arsenal. I mean, Bentner didn't I want to fall in love with the game that way. I want to go say, we'll see him, you know what, let's but go yeah, away game. Is it, is when it the, the same? Last but is it the same at this age? It, it, no, as in, uh, it's not because Arsenal have been crap. No, it's not just that. Man, we used to we used to watch every game in Shisha cafes, and yeah. we'd go away home get every. And I was like, the last game me and Wasim went was you know, a lot. Mate, last year we went Southampton, and we, we felt. No, like, I've been I've been to a couple since. But as in when we went there, yeah, we lost three like, two. No, but you know what it is. You know what it is for me. Like going to football now, yeah, is more about the football than it is about the spectacle of like the road trip with yeah. the boys and. Nah, everything. away games are always road trips. Oh, wait. Yes and no. I, I yeah, like I remember my 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 last. I mean, there's quite a few Arsenal fans in London. Yeah. I know you can't relate. <laughs> Seeing me a Liverpool <laughs> fan in London. So it's yeah. an away day going to Liverpool. <laughs> but, but like I, I was at the the Liverpool Watford game um, when Mo Salah scored five goals in around Christmas time. Oh like, yeah. Like quite a few years ago. Yeah. It was phenomenal. We were sat in the cop, just unbelievable atmosphere. But like, it was just a mission getting there and back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, you know, worst thing hours, right? that four, said, four even, or five even hours. Saying away fat away games are great, but when they're crap and the result is is horrendous, <laughs> oh, it, there is no feeling as miserable as that. <laughs> I did, um, and the fact that you have to drive back. Remember uh, Anfield, uh, Liverpool five, Arsenal one, four 0 by twentieth minute. Yeah. So that was a midday kickoff in January. Yes, 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 yes. I was there. And after the 4-0, there's a photo that went around. I just got bare messages. It just zoomed into yeah, my yeah, face, yeah. looking miserable. <laughs> it's cold, wet. 4-0, 20th minute, midday kickoff. We got yeah, about at 5am. Thinking, what the flip am I doing here? I, don't, I, I think it, that. the worst thing is people have a track record, me included, when it's a, a bad result, you're somehow on TV and people <laughs> yeah. see you. Oh, yeah, like, Wigan. Wigan. <laughs> yeah. I think it's I'm on Wigan celebrating the goal before our downfall. Yeah, so I became uh, like a, a joke. <laughs> and Zombia, remember him? Oh my God. So, so my, Go on, my memory, you guys have heard the story. Yes. Um, but this was 2007. So basically, I guess to, I'll, I'll try and summarize it as briefly as possible. This is the story of privilege. No, no, listen, I, I actually we paid for this myself. Together <laughs> to six months. <laughs> it took me six months to pay this back, but <laughs> I did, right? So after we won the Champions League final in 2005, mm. I remember saying, because I had tickets mm. for that game. Istanbul. For Istanbul, mm. I had a school teacher who was a big Liverpool fan. Yeah. He had tickets for the game. He's like, I can't go because I can't get flights. So I went online. I chatted to my dad. It was like 12 hours to drive there or something or 24 hours. Oh, you were going to drive there? We, no, because there was no other way. And we were like, yeah, we'll sleep in the car. We were, we were considering it, but then we, we didn't do it in the end. And then after we won the Champions League in the way that we won it, I remember saying and vowing Never that if we, if, we, no, if we ever got to the Champions League final again, I would be there. We'll make sure you're there. 
So semi-final, I remember Chelsea on penalties, I believe. Or it was, it was Chelsea in the semi-final we beat uh, in 2007. Okay. And I remember calling my dad and he was like, oh yeah, well done, great stuff. And I'm like, listen dad, I'm going to the final. He's like, yeah, yeah when you get home, we'll talk about it. I'm like, no, 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 I'm going. And I was doing my AS levels at the time. Yeah. So anyways, um, yeah, I went online. I found a, a flight for like 200 quid. And it was like a where, day trip. Where was it? Madrid? Athens. Oh yeah, Athens. It was a day trip. And I booked a flight, but I didn't have match tickets. And I thought, oh yeah, I'll, I'll hook up a match ticket near the time. And yeah. I remember the day before I flew out, there was a news report on uh, Sky News and there were Liverpool fans that had bought tickets on the ground or outside the ground for a grand. Oh, jeez. And it uh, turned out to be fake. So Oof. I was like, okay, there's no way I'm going to... At least I'll be in the city. That's okay. Yeah. Then on match day, I'm there on my own. Um, absolutely brave baffled. at that age. <laughs> it was, it, I don't even know how my parents let me do this, right? But anyways, I'm there and there was a dude in a suit. Well, with like 16, a, right? 17. There was a dude with like this oh. uh, UEFA badge in a suit. And I was like, I'd asked everybody that looked dodgy for a ticket <laughs> and they were all like charging me a grand after watching the, that series the serpent i'm just surprised you didn't <laughs> oh <drive>. yeah <laughs> um so so i went up to this guy i was like have you got any tickets and he's like how much money have you got and so i was like 250 quid he's like show me pulled out the cash he goes okay wait here he makes a phone call so he's talking to me in english he makes a phone call in greek yeah right this big, you know, those Mercedes vans, yeah, yeah, the black, yeah. the, the, the black ones, yeah, people, You're getting V class, <laughs> whatever yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. yeah, pulled up. He goes, get in, <laughs> and I'm an idiot. I got in. Oh, all right, really and then he starts telling me about how basically him and his dad, his dad works for the Greek FA. Yeah, they're they're like French nationals, but they hate football. Yeah, and they're just trying to make as much money as they can. Fine. Right. So I'm like, okay, nice. Someone works for FA, but he's football. Apparently so, yeah, right? I'm like, okay, whatever. What Let me see the tickets. So he pulls out. He had like a wallet full of tickets. Oh, and and he goes, yeah, 250 quid. Okay, cool. I, I'm like handing him the money. Yeah. And this guy's handing me the ticket and then his phone rings. If you went in and, and researched about Greek mafias. Yeah. yeah bro, I, I nearly got <laughs> drugged you know, in Athens. This, this was the stupidest thing. This. this is one of the stupidest things I've done yeah. in my life, honestly, right? But anyways, this guy's about to hand me the ticket. And then he goes, oh, my dad's just called me. He's yeah. saying he's selling them for 450 now. I was like, listen, we've done the deal. Yeah. I, I don't have any more money. Because I was like, if I take more money, I know I'm going to spend it if, if it comes to that. So I was like, this is my budget. Yeah. 250 quid. He goes, okay, listen, you seem like a nice guy. I'm happy to do it for 250 for you. Yeah, okay. no problem. So he gave me the ticket. Yeah. And at the same time, I had a friend who I'd, who I'd like, I knew some people from London out there and this guy was also looking for a ticket. I told him, meet us here. The car's going to drop us off here. Yeah. Bring your cash. This guy will give you a ticket. So... How much did he pay? So he got so his parked up. Bumped. So oh, I've got right. my ticket now. I'm uh, good, right? Some things don't change today. No, <laughs> <laughs> we park up. Interest. We park up back where he picked me up from and I'm yeah. thinking, thank God I'm alive at this point. <laughs> and my mate is there and he's like, I've got 250. Give me a ticket. He goes, I want 450 now. The guy, the guy, he's not even my mate, just no, a random guy that I met. Yeah. His face dropped. And then these two other random guys overheard. They're like, oh yeah, we got 450, oh, we got 450. God, he goes, sad. get in the car nah. and they drove off. So now imagine. Drove I'm off where, bro? They, no, because basically he can't, he can't he sell can't the tickets to you outside the ground. Secure, uh, secure so so we were, how far we they take you? We were just doing circles. 
That's we were just doing so, and it was tinted bro. windows. It was the weirdest it's like some thing. Pornography video. So, right? <laughs> so imagine you know when they say people go to a pilgrimage and they put their heart out and they just you know <laughs> accept destiny and fate with but the then, footballing pilgrimage. It's like the so same I've way. I've got my it? ticket now. So he manifested that ticket. I've got <laughs> I've got my going... ticket now and I'm walking like to the stadium and I'm like this this was it the uh, Olympic Stadium? Olympic Stadium. I've been to that ground. Uh, it's huge. I've been. I've been. The for, walk for a big derby. The walk from inside yeah, to the banging. Yeah. Anyways. So I'm walking in and I'm like, this ticket must be fake. Like, there's no way this is real. There's no way this is real. I keep walking. I'm get through the first security. I'm like, okay, maybe it's real. I, I texted like my, my dad, Felix and dad. I got a ticket. I texted one of my mates who was convinced I wasn't going to get one. Before you go in. Before, I, I'm like, else. Risky. you laid it all on the line, and mate. I got well, in. Yeah, so so Someone got know, a job on the first so interview. Here, here's, no, we know Salim. He wants the clout, even if it's fake. So <laughs> you know what? Before I know Salim it's fake, couldn't wait let me to get share that Facebook post. Dad, I got ticket. You probably paid, it was on my LinkedIn as well. If we go <laughs> back in time on Facebook, we'll find it's probably it. there. The so, ticket before we entered the ground. So, anyways, so anyways, I remember as we're going through the last turnstile. Yeah. There was this one scouser. Yeah. Who had a ticket and didn't work. It was legit, but the guy was pissed out of his head. Who? The worker? No, the scouser. Oh, yeah? And the security are like, I'm sorry, you can't come in. You're too drunk. Oh, fuck. And this guy was just switching. But can you imagine flying nah, all the way, spending all that money? I would be yeah, but the guy was pissed out of his head. He probably Especially didn't even remember the, the next coming. day. <laughs> but anyways, look, the, the, to be fair, like although the, the game didn't go as planned, it was an awful final for and us. I think it was 2-1. 2-1. Dirk Hout scored a late consolation. Dirk Hout scored Inzaghi a late goal. Scored. He scored a late goal with like six minutes to go. And I'm thinking, oh my God, Istanbul, Istanbul. I was praying, please not It again. didn't happen. But honestly like it was especially given the age and whatever else it was the most surreal experience yeah, of my of life I, I was awful fans as well as in i was i, 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 I was sat in the neutral for, stand yeah because <laughs> this is where the fa uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so as, it wasn't atmosphere wasn't like buzzing where i was white well, collar lot yeah as great as arsenal <laughs> fans are there's nothing like liverpool fans when it comes to the global you know the national culture of football yeah, yeah. but istanbul was like liverpool's a, like a but milan fans as well are unbelievable but istanbul is like seven, you heard pin drop silence when milan scored the penalties remember mm. yeah, yeah. i was like majority liverpool. but that was but there was like 80 percent yeah fans that was like crazy it. that yeah right, anyways that, that's my uh football memory over so yeah moving back on to the premier league um I think you were saying that you, you had seen that over 30s were struggling. So yeah, there's um, some observations this season where because there has been, because of COVID, there hasn't been a, um, a proper preseason and that fixtures have been congested and that every, there's games every three, four days, that some of the older players um, are basically starting to feel it. And that's why you're seeing sometimes players have been given a couple of weeks out. They've been telling them they've got COVID or whatever, but you know there has been little sort of breaks in between here and mm. there. So the question was, um, which current over 30 player in the Premier League is the best? I think, hands down, as much as I like Arsenal's over 30, that, without, without naming him. That, you can name what, him. There's, there's no As in Aubameyang. Oh, yeah. I see. You could have you said uh, his name. There. Yeah, no I don't problem. know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, just in case you guys had him and wanted to elaborate I don't have on uh, I think Vardy, hands down, yeah, is the best over 30. Yeah, we all agree with Based of longevity, this consistency. No, and I think is at the end of the day, you removed factors like his partnership with Mares, yet he still performed. Yeah. And that is hard for a striker. But it's also and his pace. Several yeah. managers, 33, still quick. His pace. Yeah, he, no, he doesn't have the luxury of saying, I came from a tiki-taka uh, background in Barcelona, Spain. This guy literally- He's probably English, he's English forward. He was yeah, a bricklayer. Yeah. Like and, seven years ago. And yeah, none of the fleet, fleet were taking his shit. But then again, that said, the fact that he's 
he was like not pro until very late, as in he was. Playing. He was at Fleetwood Town. Yeah, Leicester in, signed him when they won the championship. Yeah, but as in it wasn't there a patch. He was a kind of semi pro. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, league. Yeah, yeah, non league. So that maybe non-league? that has an impact on his longevity, as in maybe he didn't, he wasn't taken. But what strokes is that his his his, his um his routine is still the same. Two Red Bulls before yeah. a game, and he still smokes cigarettes. Yeah. I don't think someone that that runs that much. Is, is, bro, he goes. I, I hate. Wait, gym. he still smokes. Bro, there's photo of recent him with a smoking cigarette and thing. Oh my god. And nope. he goes, I hate gym. I don't do any weights, nothing. But that's natural talent. As in, imagine that talent him, I, was nurtured. But if you take Spain. the pace away, then it's not the same. But I agree. For Vardy, yeah. for me, is the best over thirty in the Premier but League. I, at the and what's a shame is, imagine this guy was nurtured in South America, in Spain, where there's a footballing culture to to be more yeah. uh, more technical up front. Like he's got pace, but he's very technical for somebody that doesn't. No, he is really, very yeah. good, and he had, he's still got the record. Right, and most he, goals scored in a row. But you know, the most annoying thing. Two years is, ago, they said Aguero. But I'm saying currently now yeah, yeah. you'd have Vardy over. The most finished, annoying finished. thing about him though is you look at his face and you're like, this guy shouldn't be good. You know the most. Like, you know when when you look at forwards, are you like that, that's a centre forward? You look at Cavani or not like they've got yeah, a centre yeah. forward face, chiselled in a. <laughs> you know, this guy looks like he like he would be a pop. He's cooler. done the job, man. He's done. He's done. He's proved uh, people people for one season wonder that year. Leicester. Now he's, he's consistent. Different. Several managers have still been. And there. Yeah, the litmus test for him is when they remove factors like Kante, Mari, that like people that yeah, were propping yeah. up the team. But he's still he's still he managed. Still plugging in, even when Leicester, Leicester was having a downward spiral. He was still plugging in. Yeah. All yeah. right. So we're all in agreement there. I don't think we'll have the same player for this one. But to flip it, I think it, we will. Oh, well, under twenty one. So so yeah, so, so as a reverse, there's a lot of exciting young English talent in the under twenty one bracket. Who do you think is the best of the bunch right now? So I'm going with your future Ballon d'Or winner, mm-hmm. uh, Phil Foden. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you named him, remember? You said you're going to yeah, 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 I remember, I remember. I think uh, in terms of talent, so I, what I don't know is if he'll survive long term, simply because, you know, there has been some questions around his attitude, a little bit of Greenwood. That you, you, see, you know, you see some, some of these players. A little bit like, um, like, you know, actually, just on a, on a side note, Ronaldinho recently, the, the, uh, there, was a, there was a funny inter- funny quote. Look, he goes, if you wanted me to play till 40, Ban all alcohol and shut all the nightclubs. He goes, fuck it. I wanted to enjoy my life. So I'm not playing to 40. I know, I, he knew that's it. 30, he's finished. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if Ferdinand's still has got that. So I'm, anyway, but for now, he's 19, still young. I think in terms of talent, he's the best of the bunch. They're all very good. Um, uh, so yeah, Phil Ferdinand's my choice. So I think the best, the, the most on form under 21 has to be Foden. Yeah. Uh, I think the the all-round talent for me is Saka. Mm. I was I, I, Saka yeah. was a close second for me. As, as, as great as Foden is, you see Saka developing game in game. Like class, you, you could physically see yeah. the improvement. How old is he? 18? 19. 19, yeah. And in different positions. Yeah, no, left and, back, and right that's wing. what makes him, I think, better than Foden in the sense that if Foden's played out of position, he'll probably... The, but the, he's playing the, on the left now, yeah. Foden. No, as in up front, he's got a two, three positions that yeah, he can play. Yeah. But I, Foden can play anywhere at the uh, at, at wing back, anywhere in midfield, and he can even have that forward role. Saka, you mean? Yeah, uh, Saka. Sorry. Plus, he's plus he's um. There's a bit of humility about him. Yeah, and there's incredible he, humility. He's very about understated the yeah. way he yeah. carries and he himself. understands the game. He his partnerships with with Emerson's role mm. with existing players, and that's only going to develop. But for me, the player that is going to become the best uh, oh, that's currently on the 21 yeah, is Martinelli As no, in, no, I, 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 sorry, the question was English oh English yeah I saw oh, English forget, on the 21 yeah, yeah. so, my, so we're not going to discuss Martinelli Martinelli oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going with uh, Curtis Jones excuse me Curtis Jones 
Oh, you can't do that, man. Curtis Jones. You're just going to give what? us a flipping Jen- Henderson bomb again. Salim, Salim, Salim. W- what's the problem? A few episodes ago, you told us Foden is going to win the Ballon d'Or. And now yeah, Curtis yeah. Jones is the best. Curtis Jones is probably not top five. Curtis Jones is He's a very good player. Good player. You guys haven't seen him play. I've seen him play. He's a good player. Not enough. Listen. Saka's better than him. Green was better than him. Um, Foden I'm I'm saying this in the hope. Mason Mount's I'm better than him. I'm saying this in the hope that Curtis Jones listens what to this is, podcast. What is he doing for Curtis Jones? And what is he doing for Liverpool? Is he, he playing right now? He's doing what a job on the bench. Start? He's doing a job on the bench. Exactly. So okay, I'm still nil-nil. Huge potential, yes. Yeah, a very frustrating okay, so You're basing right it now. on potential alone? Yes. That's how I chose to interpret it. Why is he a better potential than Saka? So that means Curtis Jones might win the Ballon d'Or. <laughs> One day, we never know. Shut up, man. Sydney. Phil Foden. Uh, you know what? You remember my fixation? I, by the way, guys, I had a fixation with Theo Walker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which <laughs> no, was, listen, was I... now saying is irrational. Yeah, okay? yeah. Because he was the same age as me and I felt like some sort of... I remember, uh, I remember we had so many... Because <laughs> you know, I was 16, he was 16 and, uh, and he was like starting for England. And for me, in my head, as a 16-year-old, you compare him to yourself. Yeah. Yeah? You're like, that's mad. And so I developed this unhealthy bond with this player. Curtis Jones and Salim's walk Yeah, and it became... <laughs> only now I realise how irrational it is. No. But this bond you have with Curtis Jones Listen, is unnatural. I keep trying to tell you guys, Curtis Jones... Is nothing. No, he's not nothing. He's a good player. He's a, he's you got to understand. You got to understand. He's a good player. I've seen it. No, he, he needs what? He's got a techers. He's in, got I amazing techers. I don't think... But Salim, that techers that you're talking about, yeah. a lot of the young players of this, of this generation... Have it. English players have it. Have yeah. it now. Yeah. They've I, caught up to it. It's not like before yeah. of just pace strength. England's technical. So it exists. I feel like under Klopp, Klopp can nourish him. Who's the Palace winger? Not Zaha, the other one. Easy. Very good. The other Same one, by thing. the way, the other the other potential is Mount. Yeah, Mount's class. Mount's a but very, again, very good player. Not I was super. No, but for, for under twenty one, like, like he's he's doing a job and yeah, he's I starting like, like and him. he's getting goals. Okay, you know what? So I'm going to go as far as saying Curtis Jones is not even the Liverpool future. He doesn't even. No, have no, 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 no. He, he does. is. I'll give it two seasons downwards, down spiral. Sorry, I'm just. This game is so frustrating. This question, I'm going to go for it because I got quite a nice story for it. Go on. Um, which was uh, what's the first game you ever attended? Okay, Dar, I don't know if you remembered it, um, because before I get mine out of the way because it's just a random one. I right, go go for it. No, so, but it matters. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's that nice, much. nice story. It was Wimbledon versus Man United. AFC Wimbledon. Yeah, and my 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 dad had a client who was like an accountant for Wimbledon or something, and he gave him two free tickets. Was that at Wimbledon? At Wimbledon. Oh, uh, yeah. And all I wanted at that age and that point in my life was to see a goal live. Right, oh, and was I it no no? It was no no, <laughs> and not only that, not only that. I think the first three or four games I ever went to, yeah, were all no no. No, and I, I thought I was a. You know when you think yeah, you are the curse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was convinced that there was no way that people will score goals when I am in the stadium. That's so jokes. Um, I broke the curse. At How some old point. are you? Uh, I honestly can't remember. Nine, obviously nineties. Yeah, it was. Oh, that's I was young, jokes. eight, nine, but I was excited. So Wimbledon probably went out of existence because of you. I think. <laughs> I think I think that was their their last season in the Premier, in the Premier League. League. I think so. I'm mm. not, I could be wrong, but anyways, yeah, it was a, it was an awful game. It was cold and Fine. horrible. That's uh, me done. So mine is, and I, I don't have much memories of the actual game itself because I was very young. So it was 1995 international game, England against Brazil at the old Wembley. Um, so my uncle took me. That was my first ever game. So R nines playing. Uh, oh, who wow. scored? Juninho, the one from Middlesbrough, the young one scored. Wait, wait, hold on. What just happened? Has Burnley just scored? Penalty to Burnley. Uh, shut Burnley. the front 81st door. 81st minute. 81st minute. Oh All right, let me just finish the story before the penalty happens. Go on, go on, go on. Um, and uh, Edmondo, remember Edmondo scored? And then Gascoigne played, he came off the bench. So yeah. we, so that, so I I can say I've been to the Old Wembley, 
and seeing That's live. Amazing. Except I was five years old, and my I, highlight I was seeing Ronaldo nine live. Yeah, yeah, but my highlight as a five-year-old was my uncle buying me M and M's at halftime. <laughs> like you know, because it says, it, says a lot about childhood. You don't really know <laughs> much, you know. But there you go. I was there at Wembley to see R nine and Gaza. I, I, I went to the last game at the old Wembley. What I was believe. It? I don't know, but I know it was no no because my curse was oh, kept intact. You know what is? I feel like a lot of ethnic dads love international games. Yeah, they're like, cheap. Yeah, they're accessible, right? They're cheap and accessible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen so many Instagram stories, Snapchat stories of people attending games that don't normally attend games, and they don't normally are international. Bro, hey, if Burnley score this. So we're just we're just watching uh, Burnley. Penalty for Burnley. Oh, wait. Eighty-second minute. I know the and outcome. And what oh, a goal! Oh my so God. So, what we right say earlier, South Liverpool have been losing yeah, games. Yeah, so it could be. It. Are we saying Klopp out, guys? Oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> so, oh, that's that, a problem, does bro. Does that make you third? No, fifth, I think. Fifth. Oh Let me see the table. Liverpool, no, sorry, they said Minamino coming on. Fourth, but Tottenham have a game in hand on them with one point. Everton have two games in hand on them with two points. So, they could potentially fall to sixth. Depending on the games in hand. Unless they score two goals in the next Unless they uh, score four no, I think, I think it's right. crazier than the Leicester title. What was, your, what was your game? I genuinely can't remember. I remember going to a few <laughs> at the same period, but I don't know which one was the first. 90s, 1000? It was Arsenal. Uh, it was, I think it was oh, what's 90s. your first Arsenal game? Do you remember that at least? No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, even that? So, there was like a flurry of Arsenal games that I attended. Flipping hell, mate. And uh, the only vivid memory I have is one of them was Blackman, but I don't. I can't tell you for sure if it was the first. What was that one? What happened? What was it called? I you? can't remember. Oh, okay, I fine. feel like a pensioner <laughs> right, right now. I generally can't remember. All right, fine. Oh, we got we got a couple more to get through. Yeah. Um, so yeah, with, with uh, best oh, I had one of those halfy scarves. Oh, no, those are the worst. Oh, they're so tacky. Are the what are you gonna do with them? No, but as a child, nah, I I hated them always. Um, and this is that Champions League final. Yeah. Yeah, so with, with with COVID affecting a lot of teams' ability to spend money on players and well, let else. me tell you a funny story before I interrupt. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't remember my first time, but I remember taking my little brother, who's yeah. twenty now, to his first game, and this tells you so much about the psychology of uh, hooligans and and in-game peer pressure. I think we, when we done psychology, those they discuss. Hooligans, yeah, and yeah, yeah, how some people become desensitized to those around Green them and, Street, and they get pressurized into. Sorry, yeah, we're watching the game as we were speaking. So I took this kid. Shit. So this kid, my brother, was just under ten years old. I took him in and were front row, and were surrounded by hooligans who are swearing at the ref. Mm. And the referee's this and the referee's that. At one point, they called the ref because the referee was ginger. They called him a uh, what's it. And he's a silent kid. He went from not saying anything, being in awe of his first game, to starting the chants. Like literally, they were following, following like Red Army, Red Army. He started calling the ref uh, a WhatsApp by the end. <laughs> like, and I'm thinking, there's a kid. Imagine what happens to the adult mind. And, oh my and, god! And, and, uh, what, what film was that? Was it called Green Street? Green yeah, Street. Green yeah. Street. West Ham fans. Yeah, and that American yeah. actor, whatever yeah, yeah. he's called. If Liverpool loses game, this is their home run. <gasps> oh my gone. god, yeah. Yeah. This is but, but it's the longest home run. They broke the record. Is it? Broke. No, Mourinho's still got it. Is oh it? no, but no, no, it's no, different clubs. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, it's different clubs. Uh um, stressful. All right, so uh, it, yeah, with, with awareness with, of time. Best um who's your best loan signing in Premier League history? Loan signing. All right, so I've gone for a sentimental option. Okay. Um May not necessarily be the best, but there certainly was a significant impact. So, 2012, Thierry Henry's return 
to Arsenal. And I say that because he, when he scored against Leeds, and I'm in a cafe watching this, when I tell you, Arsenal fans, Liverpool fans, United fans, like Chelsea Champions fans, League final. everyone got up and celebrated. Yeah. I was almost in that tears. That was nostalgia overload. I was at his first game back. You were at Emirates. What was the first game back? Leeds. No, he didn't score the one. No, he scored, no, he scored his debut back. On the debut back. No, no. And it was a goals. Oh, we scored six goals against Blackburn. He scored this. He scored late in that game as well. And it was an Henri type goal as well. The Leeds one. No, Henri the, Charles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fantastic. The thing is, we missed that and we crave that type. Oh, bro, attack. I was so happy. And then his last game before he went, mm. I, I say this about the impact. I was at Ace's house and we're building a cupboard, random, like proper. Yeah. And we're watching the game on some stream on the laptop. Henri away to Sunderland last minute two one he scores the winner, bro. When I tell you how crazy he went, that's, that's his last Kings. game. That's how he went. That's that's legacy. Uh, King's homecoming, yeah. Only six weeks, so that's not. But it's purely sentimental. But that, that goal against Leeds, every single fan except for Leeds fans was happy about it. You you know, I think the closest people, the closest fans that can appreciate this type of greatness is when I watched that Last Dance documentary when mm. when Jordan came back. And I think only the swagger, yeah, only Chicago Bull fans can relate to what we felt then. Who's yours, Gerard? Come on, Sonny. And, and <laughs> you know, I, I didn't actually prep this one. Yeah, I'm, shall I say mine then? Go on. Go on. So with me, like, I, I, thought, I thought about the sentimental know, value of Henri. Yeah. But I thought that's not really the best long. No, I wasn't the best. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but in terms of raw output, it has to be Chelsea's uh, Lukaku's loan to West Brom and Everton. Oh, the guy was he alone? Everton? Yeah, no, both. West Brom only. I think. Oh, West Brom. Everton signed him. Yeah, United Everton signed, yeah, signed, him, yeah. signed him. But West Brom, I remember you. He had like thirty games. Yeah. He got goals. them to eight. Huh? I think he got them to eight. No, that season with like out, seventeen goals, outscoring the Chelsea forwards as well. So uh, that was class, and the fact that he ends up being a great player as well. We've given him a shout out in previous podcasts. So ba- ba- based on my googling, that was a close second for close me. Close second, but. but <laughs> If, if anything, <laughs> oh, it's oh, be... I've got one. Uh, let me see if you're gonna say it. I just remember that. Jurgen Klinsmann. No, I was gonna. Say, okay, go on. Cleaning Klinsmann. Stamp Doria to Tottenham. I don't remember. We're too young, bro. <laughs> you know what? This is a ninety-four, match, ninety-five season. On, he was named Salim has to plagiarize What season? What year? Ninety-four, ninety-five. We're four years old. Okay, this this quiz is based on your knowledge. And do you know what's a good one, by the way? Henrik Larsson. When he went on loan to United, he done such a job. Actually, we had a question in the previous podcast that. Now thinking about it, Larson is. Uh, oh, Larson, right. Larson was fantastic. No, but Klinsman, you've seen enough Klinsman clips. Yeah, we have. But I can't remember his loan spot. But I, I don't even know who's on loan. To be honest with you, I think they should. Trent. Oh my god! Yes. Oh my days! This game is ridiculous. Come on! Um, How many crosses? <laughs> too many. Let's too check. Many. And uh, finally, forty-nine crosses. <laughs> Come on, guys. Where did so you with, take with, this Live school. With life Euro school. 2020 coming up. Yeah. Um, in 2021. In 2021. Yeah. We thought we'd discuss uh, everyone's fondest memory of the Euros. So, Shall who start? wants to start? Go yeah, go it, for yeah. it. Well, for me... Uh, we'll let Wasim finish. I'll go after you. Fondest memory is seeing Ronaldo crying 2016 after winning the Euros. Oh, I say when he got, came off injured <laughs> in the final. Uh, they want, the one they want that him. Seeing those tears, because for us, if you think about it in terms of history and legacy, yeah, we probably won't see one of the world's greatest players win a international accolade. What? So we didn't see it with Messi and we can never ever see it with Messi because I don't think he's going to win an international trophy. Uh, why, wait, why didn't you think that? Because huh? Argentina are crap. No, because I think it's game over for Messi. Why? Internationally. 
Anyways, go on, go on. Uh, Let's not get into a messy debate in the last 10 minutes. And mm-hmm. I, I seeing Ronaldo, which is history. This is something I can tell my kids. Uh, I mean, I seeing him oh, no, did it. it. Zidane did it. So you know, that's what I say. Zidane, as we've seen Zidane, but actually, to be fair, Zidane is one of the yeah. So I agree. Zidane, Ronaldo, it doesn't normally happen. It happens once every decade, once every thing, and that's that was a fun memory because I saw it, I appreciated it. I didn't hate Ronaldo at the time, like said people. I mean, they won it without him. It, that's also key. <laughs> so, so for me, there's 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 two things that stand out when I think about the Euros. Yeah. One was that I think it was 2006 or 2004. I can't remember what year. Four. Or eight. Four. Yeah. Yeah. 2004 mm. or eight potentially. Rooney's kind of breakthrough. 2004 Euros. against Switzerland. Yes. Mm. And I think that was the same one when they played Portugal in the quarters, right? Yeah, Ronaldo and the, the wink. Ki- yeah, the wink. So no, that, wait. Yeah, that was. That, that was at five or four or eight. I think it was eight. It was two thousand and eight or six. Maybe it was World Cup. I can't remember. But anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. That that for me is a standout yeah, memory because yeah, yeah. then then they were going to be teammates afterwards, and mm. well, they already were teammates. I can't remember what yeah. the setup was. So that stands out for me. That kind of Rooney year, but then also Greece. Yeah, mm. just Greece winning the whole thing. Well, it was such a boring Euros. That was. It was a boring yeah. Euros. Even the final was boring, but it was a Leicester story. It was well, an was underdog. So, let me tell you about like, Greece. Like it was exciting. Not exciting because it was Greece that won it, yeah. and it was an anomaly because of the thing. But why is it fun? For you, I'll tell you why Greece Just, is fun for me. Uh, so Greece, I've got two. Greece, I've got two, uh, two, two, two. So one's not a fun memory. One, Greece is fun. I'm fond of it because you fondled it. <laughs> you fondled it. I predicted. One second. <laughs> oh god. Um, oh. I walked around basically that uh, no, after let's after that let's tournament. Discuss. Nassim has this incredible ability of trying to predict based on uh, statistical. No, no, that's history. World Cups. World Cups. Oh, Euros. There Cups. is no history. So basically, I said <laughs> I, not from the beginning. But from the when the groups finished, yeah. I said publicly in the group school I, I had bragging rights for a bit afterwards. I was known as the the guru, the, Nostradamus. the Nostradamus of. I of said football. Greece will win the European Championships. I also said that year that Czech, Czech Republic were dark horses from the beginning. They got to the semi-finals. Milan Baros that one. Yeah. But I said I went. I, that was a resistance. I went, everyone yeah. telling me what? No way! When all this Portugal are gonna lose to uh, Greece, I'm like, no, Greece will win this. So I remember that from. Um, that's when my historic accurate predictions began from 2004 <laughs> onwards, from early teen. And uh, another one which is, which breaks my heart. I used to be quite young when I was quite young. I was an Italy fan. So Euro 2000 was a game where Italy, France, and Wool tour the equalized last minute. Trezeguet had broken Toldo's nose, stayed on the pitch, and ended up scoring the golden goal. So I remember Trezeguet's celebration mm-hmm. and all and all that. And I'm pretty sure Wenger only signed Wool because of that equalizer at the last minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Perez. And if, but Perez was had a good Perez a good player in general. As in he signed Wool was just I don't rate Wool Fast forward six years, Trezeguet misses the penalty, the deciding penalty in the World Cup final against Italy to come over this kind of thing. But yeah, that's my two. My prediction of Greece. As I have predicted many other things in life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that brings it to an end. Any any final thoughts? No. No? I'm, I think we should get more predictions from Wasim. I get predictions all the time, mate. Can you give us one for the road? Like just <laughs> a general... The, yeah, I mean, are, are, my top four is probably... I've, I was already probably going out the window now. Because I don't think Liverpool are going to the league if they're going to lose this game. I said Liverpool are going to the league. So oh, it's too late. You made that prediction. Yeah, we all oh. said Liverpool are going to the league. So come on, it's not I, just me. I still think Liverpool are going to win the league. You still think? Yeah, I think I, I, I think it's going to be a title race between. I think now. I think no, to be fair, to, to be City. fair, we've got Spurs away. I think in in two games time. Yeah. If we lose that, that's, uh, by the way, that's going to be another. They're going to sit back, rely I know, on Kane's son. If, if we can't get if we can't get points there, then we're screwed. 
Because and we've mm. got City, I think, coming up. If I'm not mistaken. That's that's another prediction. What should I make? I think City. Oh, Merseyside derby's coming up as well. There's a lot of big games to look at right. right now. Here's a nice prediction. Arsenal have five challenging games, mm. so I think they're playing. Uh, oh, in terms of points. Uh, in terms of points, let's yeah, see Arsenal on. fixtures. No, five minutes, guys, before yeah, yeah, yeah. we get kicked out. It's going to take the, two uh, minutes. So with the Arsenal fixtures ahead, uh, I can tell you that the next Premier League game is Southampton. Oh, home away. Uh, away. I'm going to say Arsenal win. Arsenal win. So that's three points already in out of five. What are you saying? Uh, I'm I'm saying nil nil. Oh, you're giving the result as well. All right, no, bold. No, no. As in, we don't need pre- as in, I, I'm saying we're going to get three points out of five games. Okay, so what's the game? Three I don't, I don't okay. know the games. Okay, so next game is United away, at home. At home? No, I don't think we'll win that. Draw right. if we, draw if, depends. Draw or lose. All right, so you can say three uh, one point. I'll say I want as Arsenal okay, fan. I'll be optimistic. Four so far. Yeah. Wolves Home. away, win. Okay, so that's seven. Mm. Uh, Villa away, draw. Eight and Leeds at home, win. Uh, so that is eleven. Eleven points. Yes, that's a, that's Out of five games, so you guys have heard it here. What are you saying? How many? Was you're saying the, seven. I'm saying three or four points. Three or four. Yeah, out of uh, five games. All right, cool. Uh, so the closest person wins an accolade. Give us something. I also think Arsenal Liverpool's will win the Champions League in five years. So five, okay, five games. Oh, by the way, Liverpool just lost to Burnley. Last 69 FYI. games, 55 that, wins, one loss. So that Who? fifth game will be concluded 14th of Feb on Valentine's Day. So how, la many, la. how many podcasts 53 away? 53 crosses Liverpool. Come on. So that's two podcasts away. So all we right. can all find out. So if we no can remember... I said three or four points out of, and it'll be a, and then by the end of this, people re, will reignite the Arteta doubts. You uh, think? Yeah. Okay. Needs another Arteta debate, part uh, two. And then we're going to have. When? An, when? Arteta, <laughs> what can we have now when Arsenal are on form? Why is that? All right, Valentine's Day, right, we'll have another one. All right, <laughs> let's yeah. wrap it up. Thank you very much. Um, be sure to subscribe. Salim, like what? You are committing to a trailer in the next oh two days. God. I'm not going to hear it, bro. You're not doing it. It's locked up. By the way, we have. Avid listeners that want the I, episode I two days want, after wh- we record. Why, why do I have to do no, all the work? No, we've been recording Tuesdays. Guys, People are clicking Thursdays. He's why, averaging why a seven-day turnover. That as soon as I hit stop, I have to do all the work and you guys can go home. No, but I, we suggested. Yeah, we offered. Okay, do it. Yeah. Okay. okay, teach him. So I asked you to teach me teach two months ago. Guys. You told me, no, I like doing it. I like the attention. Just That's to, what you said to me. Just, I, I like the attention. Yeah, paraphrase. Just to clarify, Wasim... And Salim, do not edit. We have an editing team make, comprised of about five to ten people who have been donated to by our sponsor. <laughs> okay, we're not going to name our sponsor yet. <laughs> Next week. Are you still recording? Finished? Yeah, no, we're done. We're done. Cool. All right, bye.